making sense out of nonsense, finding reason in the unreasonable. This is okay. Hear me out. My name is Josh, and I'm joined this evening by Bob and Aaron. How you two doing? Pretty good. Happy Memorial Day oh, weekend. Shit, it actually is Memorial Day. <laughs> With the Corona, every every day just blends together. I don't I don't know what day of the week it is, what time of night it is. Yeah, so who else here was completely confused about Memorial Day weekend being this weekend? Like, as soon as it approached. Like, I found out, like, Thursday night. I found out this second from you. I found out one <laughs> second ago. I had no idea. <laughs> All right, you're already uh, well through your Saturday into that, I guess, so. Yeah. I am going camping for it, so it seems like I made plans. There you go. Hey, there we go. Yeah, that's it. I'm uh, barbecue tomorrow, and then uh, Monday I'm thinking I'm just going to march on Arlington Cemetery or whatever. It's like a 10-minute walk away. I don't that. Bob, you ruined it. You ruined the show. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, enough Memorial Day. Enough of uh, whatever the hell's going on in our country right now and Aaron's idea of time. I believe that Aaron's a brand new segment for us, right? Yes. Um, we'll bring it okay, home. What's it called? What's it well, called? Well, <laughs> actually, that that clip that just started blasting that I was about to make fun of Bob for accidentally showing the whole world just started blasting in my ears automatically, too. So it, drew, it completely threw me off. I had to close that. But the science slideshow has uh, gone on repeat after like a 10 minute wait period. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So we have. I had a, we had a segment last week where it was a tarred wrangling the news, but I think we're going to change it up here because this will be amazing, an amazing read every single week. And that is going to be, and we need, we need a theme song for this, by the way, guys. So anybody out there listening, work on that. We need a quick uh, theme for this, but it's going to be Scientists Discover. What have scientists discovered this week, Aaron? Oh, so many things. You know how amazing our scientific community is and how we should never question them. This week, uh, go on. scientists discover evidence of ancient, nitrogen-rich Martian groundwater hiding in Antarctica. First of all, I'd just like pardon? to point out, uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't discover Martian... Martian water in Antarctica. It's the one place that none of us can go. We're legally not allowed to go to verify it. And it's from Mars. How would they ever know that? It's, oh my God, I hate it it's so much. Groundwater? Oh, God knows. Groundwater. Like, what? Oh, yeah, it is groundwater. Martian groundwater. Why groundwater? Did they not have lakes on Mars? Is all the water underwater or all the water underground or something? Well, I'll, well, Mars I'll doesn't have like an atmosphere for the most part, so I can't see water in its liquid form being, you know, very conducive to that environment. Oh yeah, it can't rain there. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Josh, what do you think? Though, how do you, how likely you think this is that scientists discovered Martian groundwater in Antarctica? Um, it it can. My explanation, considering if uh, or if it were to be a real case, would be that uh, say there's some comet or something that had happened to pick up some debris from Mars and uh, uh, or some meteorite and some um, debris you know, from Mars. Earth, what do you mean? on Antarctica? What do you mean by know. a comet picking up debris from Mars? <laughs> okay, first of all, 
I'm trying. I'm trying to think about something that would go from planet to planet. Okay, that's that, that's like you know you have an astral body. Uh, some of them are made up of ice, such as comets, and um, you know some that could land on Earth, right? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing their story has to be something like an asteroid hits Mars. It explodes wait, wait, wait. a bunch of water, and then it is <laughs> on a perfect trajectory to land in Antarctica, where no one is. And somehow scientists looked at that water and went, I bet that's Martian water. Like, if anyone thinks that those things happened in that sequence, you're literally retarded. Well, n- n- not a single word of this headline makes sense to me. I'll just say that. Same, but... Before, I want to go with just the headline here and tell you how it makes me feel. It gets me very excited about potentially <laughs> traveling to and colonizing Mars. And this is why we need to prop up Elon Musk as much as we can. It doesn't, it, doesn't this article just get you, it gets you curious. It gets you excited about science and its potential, doesn't it? No. Anyone else? Okay, well, I know you wouldn't, Aaron, but what about, what about the, the reasonable hate person in here? And anyone that says they're a scientist and any kind of scientist, scientific discovery that's not an applied science. Anything that's not an applied science, I fucking hate it. I hate, I loathe them more than anyone. I almost felt like that was a personal attack for a moment until you clarified it at the end. Whew. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad <laughs> like my title's my phone. We're on the we're on the computer. Like I I love science. I really enjoy engineering, but this bullshit where they're like, oh, guess what we discovered this week? It's always retarded. And if anyone believes it, they're stupid. They're all snake oil salesmen. Well, That's literally what they've well, I don't know what evolved to into. Like, what did they find? They found Martian. Like, I don't get. The, I don't, but but like nitrogen rich organic. My, Martian groundwater in, Ar- in, Ar- in Antarctica? They found mitochondria. <laughs> Once one of them started using the force, then they knew that it was, uh, it was Martian water. Mitochondria is a real thing. Oh, midichlorians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Mitochondria is a real <laughs> no, thing. The powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> of all the sci-fi universes to come come to life in, in real time, I do not want it to be Star Wars, for fuck's sake. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Can we... You want to go to the next thing that scientists well, well, discovered? Let's, well, let's, let's explain what the fuck this... This Martian groundwater. I want to figure out. I want to know where it came from. What what water it is. What's going on here? Okay. So uh, please like, come up with a theory. I'm I'm all ears. Well, did you read the article? I, I was I was referring to the actual article, but uh, it, it appears Josh was right. A bit of four billion year old rock blasted off the Martian surface about fifteen million years ago and eventually landed in Antarctica. Where expert or where explorers found it in 1984. Oh, what what a year! What a year to find it. <laughs> <laughs> in the decades since, organic compounds found in that meteorite have been the sources of controversy. Did they come from Mars, or, uh, or did the meteorites get contaminated on Earth? Now, a team of Japanese researchers has re-examined the meteorites and say that they found traces of ancient oceans rich in useful carbon and nitro- uh, nitrogen. Ingredients for life. Okay. How does that huh. make it from Mars? How did this four billion year old rock blast off the Martian surface about fifteen million years ago? That that is a timeline I'm having trouble that they piece together. Like we got some real fucking Sherlock Holmes over here. Okay. 
I'm just going to explain what they're trying to claim yeah. is real. A Wait. four. Hold on, hold on. A four billion year old rock. How they know it's four billion years old? Who knows? They, who knows? They can't carbon date it. They can't. Um, they can't cross reference the carbon dating with anything because it's from fucking Mars. So it's not even in its natural sediment layer. Like there's no way to tell that it's four billion years old. Um. Then 15 million years ago, it came here. How they know that? Also, no way of you'd ever be able to know that. You're just saying big numbers to sound smart. What? Why does it matter that the rock was formed 4 billion years ago if it didn't come to Earth until 15 million? What? They Sorry, go, go on. Keep, keep, able keep to know things. any of this. It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, what, what do they mean by blasted off? What, do they, what, are, they, what are these <laughs> organic compounds they're finding? What's the... It, it was like a. It was like a. It was a weapon designed by the Martian people in the great fifteen million year old space war between Earth and Mar- er, Mars. Right? Is that what happened? They're using. Fucking, they're they're just like a trebuchet at each other. Yeah. Where did they cross reference the water? Like some epic sci-fi tale or something like that. Well, my favorite part is so now the water that they that they claim is Martian water. What other Martian water do they have to cross-reference this with? What is that, that claim based on? Water? <laughs> oh. yeah, how, how's it different from Earth water? Yeah, what, what did it cross-referencing with? It's H2O! Uh, found, we know the compounds that make up the water. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not by any means a, a chemistry expert, but, like, I don't think there's that much difference between waters, right? No, there's not. I don't know, like, it, you know, it could be saturated with something or have some, you know, uh, the, the ionized particles in it. But, uh, yeah, this, whatever. Okay, okay. Aaron, I believe, I believe you, you were hinting towards scientists discovering perhaps a second thing in these uh, this last week. Oh, yeah. No, they found a, uh, let's see, let's bring up the article here. That... The, the first one seems to, like, you know, not be quite a success, not not quite the, the resounding discovery that they, they made it out to be. But, but, second time's the charm, so they say. Well, scientists did discover an outlandish 66-million-year-old creature new to science. Um, apparently, it's a crazy beast or a possum-like mammal. They have a picture here. It just looks like every other <laughs> rodent that's ever existed. So what is outlandish about it? God knows. Um, of course, it's 66 million years ago because they love their fucking sixes and threes and 911s. They can't help themselves. Wait, what who are these they you're referring to? Aaron, who are these they? Sci- scientists? <laughs> it's the triple parenthesis theys. Yeah, the triple parenthesis <laughs> they. The, you know what I mean when I say they. Come on. They love their numbers. I, I just want to clarify for the listeners who can't see, uh, you know, can't see the triple parentheses in your face right now. Your facial expression. How dare you? Um, There's no triple parentheses in my face. Well, my nose is pretty big. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's go on with this outlandish creature. What's... What's so special about it? Uh, where, where they discover it? You know, what's, what's exciting about this? Nothing. It's just another headline to drag idiots in to be like, wow, I guess scientists can A, discover a brand new creature, know how old it is, even though it's 66 million years old, and just throw this out to the general public to make everyone go, wow, science is way smarter than I am. And be that's like the end of it. That's what the point of that article is. But 
I mean, it shows it it shows you know evidence of further evolution and uh, another missing link in the chain of evolution that can't connect really old stuff with kind of old stuff, right? Missing link from what? It's just a fucking. Yeah, it looks exactly. like a woodchuck fucked a possum. That's it. It's like a prehistoric badger, for? dude. It's, it's oh, a common ancestor between the woodchuck and the possum and the badger and the the beaver <laughs> and whatever else. <laughs> it's outlandish how exactly like every other fucking animal we have on the planet it is. It's exactly like them. It's so outlandish. This might be the missing link to, uh, I don't know, explaining to my father why I'm not a disappointment for being an archaeologist major. <laughs> Anthropology, sir. <laughs> Anthropology is the study of man. So who's fucking up now? Oh, wait, I think you're actually right there. I think, isn't archaeology a part of anthropology? It's usually in the yes. same department, but yeah. archaeology okay. is the digging up badger bones, and anthropology is digging up, uh, like, clay pots and shit. Okay. Well, it's a certain branch of, it's like being, like, theoretical versus, you know, uh, experimental kind of thing. People actually get getting their hands dirty compared to uh, someone in, like, a university saying, like, what's best for humans in, like, a natural setting or something like that. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling. Okay, okay. Okay, so, so, so Aaron, that's, that's, that's two strikes for scientist discoveries this week, um, or this last month or whatever. Let's, let's give him one more chance. One more chance. Well, we, you know, people want to know what's up with scientists and what scientists discover. Yeah. So scientists discover first of its kind asteroid that's having an identity crisis. It's doing what no known Jupiter Trojan asteroid has done before. We have a case of cosmic cosplay. Is this an asteroid, a cat girl or something? <laughs> Con- Consult the asteroid. Okay. It's not um, much smarter than that, to be honest. <laughs> like, can you imagine what it's like to be the, the amount of autism required to be like, oh boy, this Jupiter Trojan asteroid is doing something that no known Jupiter Trojan asteroid has done before. And it's literally just that it has a tail and that it might have ice on the bottom, which is only speculated before. But this proves it. Helping no one. Okay. And the picture they give, the picture they give in this article, it <laughs> looks like a, just a close-up in black and white and blurry of, like, somebody's Christmas tree. Like, there's, it's indistinguishable yes. from that. Yes. It's just, like, overexposed lights. It's, uh, like, dots. It's uh, useless. It's completely useless. How they can claim to gain anything from this is so preposterous. Like, and this is these are the people we give sixty million dollars a day to NASA for dumb shit like this, and this is what they come back with. If I gave me sixty million dollars a day, I'll give you something way better than some grainy photos of close-up Christmas tree blurred out to look like it's space. Like this, I don't is know. Stupid. You can clearly see the cone that's coming off, like, the back of that thing, though, right? You guys can see that? I'm playing the devil's advocate here. Come on. There's a little blur of a light behind it, but if you look around the picture, there's that same kind of blur everywhere. Okay, so, so I think you're missing part of the, uh, part of the context here. So, this is a tangential discovery this is part of the uh, the nasa funded asteroid terrestrial impact last alert system project so this is what's going to save the earth and the human race when there's an asteroid on an imminent collision course with the earth i 
I would like to also mention that this is the University of Hawaii, and not so. So it's not just an excuse for you know these these scientists to have a cushy job in a tropical paradise. It is real research that is saving the Earth on practically a daily basis. So I think you're just missing a bit of the context behind behind this discovery. The discovery itself wasn't important. It's you know the, the work, or that's not what we're funding. It's uh, you know saving the planet. How is this saving the planet? Because they're they're finding the like Armageddon style asteroids for us. Yeah. Like the Bruce Willis yeah. has to go drill up on the asteroid with like an oil drill. They're trying to look yes. for those. But apparently they're dicking off and just looking at Jupiter and nonsense Jupiter asteroids and seeing if there's ice on the bottom of them. On wow, on the bottom of them. For Wait, no reason. Why do we care apparently. about? Like this Martian and Martian water and space ice, we should be looking for like Martian oil. I think that's much more, uh, you know, profitable, uh, much more like you know, uh, beneficial to us and as a discovery, right? Right. We're not going to get any of these space minerals ever. It's never going to happen. Well, I, I firmly believe that we'll see mining on the moon in our lifetime. Definitely. I fucking <laughs> hope so. I, how old are we going to have to be before you admit that I'm right? By the way, how long I'll be in my of deathbed. us not how mining that? the moon? Yeah, you're gonna like on your deathbed. It better be your last fucking words. Right? You pass beyond this mortal coil. Just as long as it counts as a coronavirus death, we're all good. Let's <laughs> not bring that up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. So, so Aaron, I, I believe. Um, I think you're going to have to work a bit harder next time because you, you brought in some, you know, scientist discover articles and they didn't seem to discover a whole lot this last, uh, these last few weeks. Oh, Maybe. no, don't worry. I'll, they'll blow your mind next week too with something equally as stupid. They can't help themselves, really. <laughs> <laughs> they can't help themselves. They really can't. <laughs> they have an entire news media and, like, fucking news journalism on their side publishing all these, like, dumb, retarded things that they think that they're doing to like help everyone you know what i mean yeah and they're not doing it, anything well this they get to look at bullshit. very blurry images of space <laughs> and who doesn't like more blurry images of space that that's the problem with this stuff is that like the, you get like the the worst quality image of like some dots in like a black background and they're like concluding so many things from this so many things from it. It's like they, they, there's no color palette to this thing. It's just black and white scale. Um, they see like a fucking. Uh, it could be something wrong with like the lens or something like that. Just like some weird like effect that happened. And they're like, no, that thing is definitely like a comet, and it definitely has ice on it. And the ice is making the trail, and it's doing it because it's on this side of it. It's like you can't even see like the physical manifestation of it. You just. It's just like an indicator of where it may or may not be in space at this point. It's all the information that you have, and you're jumping to all these fucking conclusions, dude. Well, That's the one thing that can produce a tail, is just ice on the thing? Is that the one <laughs> thing that can produce a well, tail on a meteorite? That's it. You might as well just be like, oh, well, actually, it proves that there's uh, Jupiter aliens that are attaching rockets to ma asteroids. Like, you can verify that just as much as you can verify this. It's all just bullshit that's unverifiable. And it's just complete fantasy. It's just science fiction. Well, I, I'm really doubting that the scientists themselves are making these conclusions. I think they're making some some conjecture and observations based on what data they have, and that that the media is 
uh, kind of going with that, going with an abstract or a headline or whatever, and and uh, they're they're extrapolating out to make some some magical story of, of outlandish uh, conclusions about science. I don't know. That's, that's, that's horrible that you think that journalism and the gov- a government agency are separate entities. I like that. I do enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the individual the individual individual people behind it. How about that? The actual people like collecting this data. Uh, I don't think there's um, uh, as, as much uh, jumping uh, to assumptions as there there is uh, sub- represented to be. There's there's no one collecting the data. Don't worry. It's <laughs> it's pretty much all just they're just making up shitty stories and really bad you know Photoshop images. The only people collecting the data is the NSA. Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> real data of, being collected. Speaking of, Bob, I believe. You have a discussion for us this evening uh, regarding, you know, data collection of the American populace. Is that a man? That that was the smoothest fucking transition I've ever had. It really was. I'd clap if it weren't like horrible for on a microphone. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I guess in recent news, I don't know if anyone's heard, but uh, the uh, America has passed a new law saying that the FBI can trawl through America's browsing history without a warrant anymore. It's a troll uh, through. Thanks, what do you Patriot Act? Oh, they can uh, they can request uh, your um, Google searches and, and search history and even browser history uh, through like ISPs and through uh, places or companies like Google and stuff like that without even um, speaking to a judge. They don't even have to go to the court anymore and ask a judge for a warrant to start, even though the Supreme Court has ruled. That your electronic information is protected again uh, is protected under the Fourth Amendment. You're unreasonable. Chris, who did, who did uh, you say ruled that this was uh, that they could do this? The Supreme Court. Okay, so they're, they're going against precedent, effectively. Well, there is a special little uh, thing when it comes to the Patriot Act. You you are always required <laughs> to to have a warrant per the Fourth Amendment. Unless it has something to do, something blah, blah, blah about national security, and then they can just spy on anyone for whatever reason. They pump it through the FISA court, which is pretty much just like a rubber stamping machine that they, you know, (laughs) I I think the FISA court approves. I would have to look at the number again. It's been a while since I looked this up, but over 95% of the applications for warrants that go through the FISA courts get approved. It's a oh, rubber good. stamping machine, and these people are just spying on literally anyone that they want for any reason. The judges don't give a fuck. We don't even know who the judges are in most cases, by the way. <laughs> like, they're secret courts, secret judges. Like, there's no one arguing on your behalf in these circumstances, or typically, like, most warrants aren't, as long as they have evidence or enough probable cause to be able to pull the warrant. They don't need to, you know, ask you for a, a you know a defense or a, a, a plea of any kind. But yeah, so we, we have moved on and, uh, and thanks. Uh, the, the big news here too is, uh, we, we could have not had this if fucking Bernie Sanders had, uh, showed up to vote. It lost by, I think one vote and it was Bernie Sanders that didn't show up. He literally just didn't fucking show. And he had, are they voting in person right now? Or, I saw something the other day that they could vote, um, they could have one person, uh, one person, one congressman could bring in one other congressman's vote and uh, effectively vote for both of them. Do you, do you know I, what the situation dude, was when they would have voted on this? I never thought I'd see the day where Bob wanted Bernie Sanders to come save him. 
I know it just fucking destroys my soul thinking about it, but it just proves that, that he fucking said he that. Is, I can't believe you said he said I. Oh man, if only Bernie was there, it would have been all better. At least Rand Paul showed up to vote for fucking against this bullshit. God, at least that guy has a like like a, a semblance of fucking respect left in him. Fucking Bernie's just probably like moseying around, not giving a shit about the next coming election that he's endorsing Biden for. Like, he, he's already towing the party line. The only reason why he didn't show up was to tow the party line without fucking completely selling out to the people that endorsed him beforehand and that actually still care about things like civil rights and shit like that. Wait, so was this uh, uh, mostly supported by um, the left as in uh, Congress or mostly voted in by the left? Just to confirm, or did you know uh, it's, left or right? It was bipartisan. Always yeah. huh, okay. That's if it's against, if it's against your interests, is both yeah. parties. Yeah, you. there's <laughs> not a good point. One. <laughs> so, uh, which is funny too, because like we've been, uh, there's a new bill that they were trying to push through that had um, put restrictions on some of like the the spying that the NSA and like the federal government could do on its people, and the DOJ came out and said this is unacceptable. Uh, it degrades our ability to conduct surveillance of terrorist spies and other national security threats. So it's like, okay, well, could you start listing those other national security threats so maybe we <laughs> can just start doing it ourselves and m- maybe not have you fucking do it for us? Because you have undoubtedly fucked up this entire time. Everything national security-wise, you fucked up. I mean, A, you let 9-11 happen, and then B, you installed the TSA, <laughs> which is, like, fucking ridiculous at this point. It does nothing. It's fucking... It's, a, uh, it's just, like, security theater. Like, everything that they do is so, like, bumble-fucked, retarded. Like, it, it doesn't work in our interest whatsoever. All it does is us pulling out our IDs, getting uh, fucking uh, tagged and bagged everywhere we go. I mean, that's that's all they're fucking doing is trying to get, like, where we were and uh, who's who and shit like that. It's just, like, this giant tracking mechanism that they have going on here. Just wait, just wait, Bob. It's going to be it's going to be the new standard that they're going to take your temperature with one of the stupid scanner like infrared sensors, whatever. They're going to take your temperature before you were able to uh, get on any plane. Uh, they're going to there, there's going to be just so much more intrusion in airports, you know, up, aside from TSA coming up soon or probably already in place. You were really onto something there, Bob. You almost stumbled into my territory. Security Which is what? theater. Security theater. That is explain the key point there dude all of this shit is theater the scientists discover is theater the people in the house of representatives and in the senate pretending to argue back and forth it's all theater like it's this whole thing is just an act by people trying to actively steal from you like it's the fact that anybody even like puts any emotional investment in these people is insane uh, like the point that the fact that Bob said, I if only Bernie Sanders was there, made me almost like I I almost melted away, I almost imploded Wait, in on myself. Aaron, do, do you not have faith in the process, the the democratic process, and our, our uh, representative electorate? No, it, none. <laughs> I think that literally the only I I think there's literally one plan in government, and that is. To just constantly, no matter what they're talking about, keep a 50-50 split as hard as possible in any anything they do. is just Democrat-Republican. Uh, right, left. 
atheist Christian, Christian Muslim, uh, white people versus all the other minorities. Uh, uh, the like as close as the they can get that wearers. number to 50-50, they'll do whatever they can to make sure that half the people are pissed off at the other half of the people and no one's blaming them. So they go, they set the whole th- scenario up and then they go, ah, we're trying to help this side and we're trying to help this side and then just have them battle forever and just steal from you endlessly. And that it's that simple. I mean, it kind of Thank is. Thank you for that civics yeah. lesson, Aaron. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. Like, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, fucking sarcasm it, implied otherwise, you little... <laughs> it's my go-to response. with it. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, there, there, there has to be a few people right at least in, in the start of their political or professional careers that they're out for like to help people for like the greater good kind of thing like they, they go in like with like this naive look on their face i mean like i'm gonna help people and like 30 years down the line they're fucking john mccain yeah <laughs> yeah they're all so. compromised all the people are i don't even think any of them were trying to help people to begin with i mean very few of them um they're all like really weird rich out of touch people who didn't have normal life they had these like overprivileged lives but then were also like probably psychologically abused and ignored by their parents like they're, they're literal psychopaths that are in there they have no they have no concept of reality for normal people or even how to have an emotional attachment to a norm another person like these are damaged weirdos that are running the government oh dude don't even get me started uh, I know way too much about fucking Gavin Newsom, the governor of California at this point. Wait, what? Go on. Oh, uh, well, they they ran like this expose on him about like his early his early life. Like, I think he was like the son of a lawyer who represented like uh, an oil and gas company in California back in the day. So like, he, very connected. I think he he married like Na- uh, Nancy Pelosi's like daughter or or. Um, or niece or something like that like he's he's related to nancy pelosi he barely passed high school like he he got uh <laughs> he he wasn't proficient in reading writing arithmetic <laughs> or like I mean, he's comprehension. still not honestly but you know <laughs> you mean he just came from a rich family of goblins that ended yeah. up just holding on to power like medieval royalty and marrying into another weirdo family exactly yeah that's the backstory for fucking 75 percent of these people like it's the the guy literally is mentally disabled and he is now leading uh one of the 50 states of america like it's it's completely embarrassing i can't believe californians voted that guy in you you didn't mean leading you meant representing right sure because i'd love people to get in that mindset like that honestly i think people really do view governors and shit as our rulers and it's like, no, they're your representative just because they come out with these bullshit mask mandates and they just like, oh, I'm going to take all the guns. It's like, you know, you're my representative. You're not my ruler. So I'm just not going to listen to you or ask for your permission to do anything. Don't get arrested. You know, try to try to be responsible. Don't flaunt trying to get arrested. But, you know, don't start. Stop thinking these people as your leaders. A representative is something that they should be. Yes. Like, by the book, like that's how it's written, stuff like that. But 
the way that especially all these governors are giving out fucking executive orders with like lockdown and like have to wear a mask in public and shit like that and you can't play it at a park because you'll spread covid and shit like that them giving these orders that it's illegal to go do these things in these states like that's not being a representative of the people that is being a leader of the people telling them what they can and cannot do right i know so but it's that's just why a practical word it's more orders. realistic is what i'm saying it's just more realistic to say that I know if this they, guy that's what the if whole this guy is making is for it them, criminal for you to say that you you say that so that you can be like oh please sir governor please please don't 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 let me you know let me go back to the bars again governor please may I have some scraps <laughs> from your table sir if we're if we're going to have this like uh medieval uh sort of medieval lordship over our uh, over our states over our um uh can I get it if we have this medieval lordship of our states, why don't we like still also have knights representing them and have like settle things with combat and and whatnot? That'd be a that'd be a, you know a bit more fun than this uh you know police state and voting, right? They do, they do. It's called the cops. Those are the knights. Okay, fine. They, yeah. They're and above they the law. Win. Yeah, <laughs> they're above the law. Is, They've got all the armor, no armor and all the cool swords, and, yeah. and there, they there is, are against yeah. the peasantry with their pitchforks. And uh, in the peasantry, there's a billion of us, so. We have all the power, but we keep doing dumb shit like being, oh, man, I hope my leader, Cuomo, fucking opens up and does all the things I want him to do. I know he's never done that before and never will, but, God, I really hope this time he hears my voice and and really just lets me, you know, live my life normally. It's like, no, just disregard these people. Do not ask them for permission. Don't even protest at the governor's house. Just it, pretend he doesn't exist. There... Dude, honestly, these politicians, if people just stop listening to them, they're like a jilted lover. Like, if you, it's like when you ignore a girlfriend. They'll just come back being like, oh, hey, guys, I know you've been ignoring me completely, but what can I do for you to get your attention back? Like, I, now I'll suck your dick, I promise. Like, that's how they operate. Like, they're broken people that fit, have, like, a god complex. But there are so many people that just inherently follow those orders or directives from said power structure, right? You have th – this yeah. is why, like, a small government would be a good idea in, overall because if fucking – if Governor Cuomo gave out those orders and no one gave a shit, there, there would be – if there was smaller govern, uh, government, there would be less people that would actually start enforcing those things. You know what I mean? Like, if we didn't have fucking six different jurisdictions of police departments ruling over, like, the same goddamn territory, like, fucking city police, municipal police, uh, sheriff's department for the county, then you have state, then you have federal, and then you have ICE, which more more than half of the population in America live under ICE um, uh, regulations. I think it's like a like 150 miles within a border. Uh, you're under uh, ICE jurisdiction, and you can just like get stopped and like questioned and searched by fucking uh, border patrol at like any time. Like there's there's so many people under these these orders that you have to have the the faith in, that they won't take out those orders. Like I know there's a couple sheriffs uh, d uh, departments out there that are saying like, yeah, we're not going to arrest anyone for these COVID lockdown orders. In fact, it happened here. I talked to my buddy, he's a sheriff's deputy, and he recommended to me a speakeasy to go hang out at uh, in town, because he's like, everything's shut down, but all the cops go and drink over at the speakeasy. <laughs> nice. I was like, I shouldn't you be shutting that down? Back. And, he, and oh, he's dude, just it like, no, It makes no, me feel like that. it's Al Capone days. Yeah. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> he's kind of like, sorry, 
I just want to get a pinstripe suit and just go out in the town with my lady in her like uh, sequin dress and just Tommy gun down <laughs> some fucking coppers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now Bob, you you uh, bring up a very interesting discussion point, which is the enforcement of all of these uh, government and executive government mandates, and. I think that's one thing you also want to talk about as well with regards to uh, some of the surveillance state stuff. Uh, jumping off of that, I think uh, you have a couple articles on contact tracing, which going, which is something that needs to be um, enforced at a certain level, whether it be uh, businesses taking the names of people or people complying and giving giving out their uh, contacts to uh, whoever in the government hiring more people to do this contact tracing. Can, can you get into that a little bit? Yeah, so I found this article from the Associated Press and they've actually since changed the headline. I can only imagine why. The original headline <laughs> had like the byline where it talked about uh, what kind of needed to happen with the resurgence of coronavirus. And they even had in the byline, it actually said the practice of so-called contact tracing requires hybrid uh, a hybrid job of interrogator, therapist, and nurse as they try to coax nervous people to be honest. Oh, God. <laughs> that's horrible brand that's horrible the marketing you don't want to have interrogator and therapist in the, in the same or line interrogator who's, nurse who's supposed to be helping you yeah that sounds like some you that no, no that no, sounds no. like some grim dark like warhammer fantasy shit like get the yeah, interrogator the, 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 the nurse inquisitor <laughs> sounds like you're going to get mode if i can be like just be beaten like electrocuted until you're like i have corona and i touched a baby i'm sorry so to so wait. So to change the curb appeal, they they changed the headline to "Detective Nurse Confidant." <laughs> Virus tracers play many roles. Confidant? <laughs> Can you imagine being a confidant in your virus tracer? They should have gone a broken inter- person. You'd have to be for that. That's insane. They should have gone interrogator or an inquisitor. I think that would have been uh, very <laughs> much very. Uh, much more accurate to what it Oppressor, actually is. Oppressor, interrogator, inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can we, can we I mean, that article? <laughs> <laughs> so this article, they're saying that uh, experts, uh, experts are suggesting that the United States needs up to 300,000 contact tracers to help Jesus curtail Christ. the spread of coronavirus. I mean, this is after, I mean, this is the end of May on Memorial Day weekend, Things are we're on the other side of the fucking graph at this point of of the curve, right? You know, uh, cases oh, are going you down. About second not... and third and fourth wave, Bob. Goodbye. Oh yeah, all, all oh, the yeah. extra waves. But th- there's still know, my, my so... city hasn't started reopening. We're still whatever. I don't. That's the thing about a fake yet. virus. You can have as many fucking waves as you want, and these retards will just put on their bandana like they're a fucking a train robber Ooh. from the eighteen eighteen hundreds. And be like, it's not just, oh boy, I'm really fucking not getting Corona today, guys. <laughs> well, I hope no, it's, that it's third wave, wave doesn't get me. Like, like you put on your Josh voice for that. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Josh is a uh, 1800s uh, train robber with that exact voice. Oh God, I want to be. <laughs> well, golly, guys. Everyone, give me your money, and I won't cause any problems. Beep boop. <laughs> is this like a steampunk world where they have robots back then oh obviously this is right straight from wild wild west good yes the uh, will smith yeah, version the with really waves. shitty like family friendly rap 
uh, regardless of the waves, they're they're expanding the reopening phases as well. Like from what I was hearing originally, I think there were like three phases that each day was supposed to reopen in. Uh, now uh, the last New York, thing I heard, I think, four. We're, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. New York has four. I think DC is looking at four. I think I heard somewhere's looking at five as well. But they're, they're just trying to draw this out as, as I don't know as long as possible. It's ridiculous. What? But yeah, so quickly back to this contact tracing thing. Yes, I think it's please. just so fucking absurd. Like this lady sitting here, she's a contact tracer, and she's also a nurse, by the way. And she's trying to like explain like how difficult her job is, and also why. She uh, a part of her job title is interrogator, uh, and she goes on to talk about uh, a health investigator found uh, out days into a case that a father was sleeping in his car because he and his wife are separating. The man had stopped returning uh, the health investigator's phone calls, and that key information came from his child. It's like, holy fuck! Why the no. fuck does that lady need to know no. about like this broken family and like? There's manipulating what? children into giving them information. What yes. The fuck? <laughs> Are they legally allowed to do that? Like, oh my god! I don't think god. so. That, I have to look goes, it up because I, I don't that, think they are. That is beyond the pale, right? Is that just me? Oh no, I think that's horrible. That's I think, I think it's horrible oh to like manipulate god. children to like selling out their family unknowingly. That dude, that's what. Uh, when I was a little kid, a little, a little, a little, a little tale from Aaron's childhood. Uh, we were playing on uh we had a family reunion and i was playing on one of those you know those giant slides that josh you might never have literally seen these because they got rid of them is this a karen story no this is uh which slides are these they're they're like 30 feet tall and just go straight and they're like polished steel too sacks yes those Um, ones did you ever have those (laughs) when you're a kid josh yeah yeah there were um some yes okay well, I was at the top of one of those, and we had one of those shitty, like, Walmart plastic balls, and me and this girl were rolling down. I, I rolled the ball down the slide because it go really fast, so it was kind of fun. I was, like, seven, and she'd roll it back up the slide to me. And so one of the times I, I went to push the uh, ball off, and as I pushed it, I also pushed myself off the slide and just took a 30-foot header and just bashed the back of my head and gashed it open, and I had to get uh, stitches. The doctor was trying to basically get me to testify against my father for abuse the entire oh, Jesus time. Jesus fucking Christ. And I'm like, I fell off the slide. Where are my parents? And they're just like, are you sure you want your parents? Are you? Did they hurt you in any way? Like, they were trying to get me to test, like, give them info. And if I had said one wrong thing... I couldn't have retracted that. They would have said that I wasn't capable. I was just afraid, you know? Like, who knows what you could get out of a seven-year-old. It would have been insane. Yeah. But yeah, that just reminded me of that. Oh, that's that's uh, very scary to hear. I mean, like, the, the type, types, of things that, types of things that doctors are, are, I don't know if incentivized, but, like, feel like they, they have to push about or get some, some testimony or information or pressure about is ridiculous. Um, I mostly just hear for cases, like, if they uh, are able to predict that a child will be born with birth defects that they'll promote abortion oftentimes but uh this you know situation here where they're trying to promote you to say something uh, uh you know against your better judgment let's say is sucks um yeah but bob let's get back to contact tra- contact tracing um can you give us a bit of an outline of like what goes into contact tracing or what exactly it is or how it's being implemented in america at least so basically what we have is uh 
not a technological contact tracing, but we're actually starting to hire through multiple different states. They're doing like their own thing, which, you know, people, uh, people have shunned the, the federal government for because they're not doing enough in the efforts of contact tracing, even though the federal government tracks and traces and fucking spies on every fucking single person in the country. But we have, uh, I think California says they're going to hire 17,000 contact tracers. Um, Jesus. Massachusetts is going to hire 1,000 contact tracers at the cost of $44 million. So, you know, a short-term job that pays $44,000 a year, supposedly. Uh, there, there's a bunch of other ones. Uh, uh, who is this? $12 billion for up to 180,000 contact tracers, Four. Point- 4.5 billion to house infected and exposed people. Okay, that's, that's different. This but, is my favorite part about this, is that you know how many articles are going to come out saying that California created 17,000 new jobs as it's all oh, just taxpayer yeah. money being blasted into the into other people just, just to create these jobs where they literally just start ratting on people for the most part. It's literally being blasted into the void that money is going nowhere for no reason you know what i mean you might as well just throw it into the furnace and you might just just slow down the the inflation that uh at, at the cost of the federal reserve you know what i mean i honestly in my in my opinion government employees are worse than welfare recipients <laughs> by a, a thousand times it's i'd rather have them sitting there doing nothing making that money than working for the government making that money because they're doing unless they're like making roads and even then you know a private company would do it way better if the local government just had to pay them to repair the roads because those well, guys what if they go shit. into the schools yeah yeah pri- private so. school those how do they perform against the sweet government workers at the schools god uh a lot better i oh, went yeah. through all private Obviously. education whatever um, okay. Uh, yeah, Bob. How long are these jobs going to last? Is it going to be like uh, two months? Is it going to be six months? Is it going to be two years? Like, what what is the outlook of the, the future of eighteen what? months worth of contact tracing? I have no idea what? why. There's no evidence to suggest that it should take this long, or for us to even be continually worried about it beyond fucking two months ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's let's. Let's get on with this. Eighteen um, the, months so, worth of tracking where you go everywhere. Google and Apple and a bunch of other software have companies data. have come out with like a Bluetooth system that tracks and monitors if you ever come in contact with someone that enters into like their uh, NIH like government like health app that if they've like been positive or have symptoms or something like that, it'll backtrace where you've been for the past seven days. And alert people Jesus. that they may or may not have been affect, uh, uh, infected or not. Wait, so th- they're doing but that in the U.S. already, too. Th- the good news. The good news is that most state health officials and institutions are not accepting these contact tracing um, apps from, like, Google and Apple and stuff like that. And the only reason awesome. why I think that they're doing that is because they probably have their own system in place to do it. <laughs> Hey, Bob, this is the government, and we were lost when you started that. What do you mean by the word evidence? When oh, you say evidence, I'm sorry. Suggest um, we should do that. We got confused off of that. Yeah. Like, How do you know that I was within 
six feet of this person for more than ten minutes. What's uh? You need how, evidence you know in order to do things. You just you don't just do them at random with your bottomless pit of money. And I'm confused on the premise, the basic premise. It's, it's not because I like own guns or speak out dissidently on the internet. It's uh, and you're just looking for an excuse. Uh, that's that's politically accept- acceptable right now. We should set up another bit. Uh, this week, the government has discovered. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or is the government oh, pays genius. for? Hey, we decided to pay for. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Jeez, I mean, it, it's whatever. I'm sure they're just gonna start because I know in the UK that uh, a lot of like grocery stores and stuff like that, uh, they're requiring you to like get your temperature checked. I, I know, Josh, you had your temperature checked at your work, right? Uh, I well, I'm still working from home, but um, like down. Down to the shipyard, uh, they are doing that. Yes, and uh, there, there's a report. I think I think I shared with you guys um, yesterday or something that the uh, so over the last I believe three weeks that they've been doing it um, for uh, certain buildings and getting into the, the shipyard itself um, that they've taken over two over 250,000 temperatures and they have not turned anyone away. The the standard is 100 degrees or more. Um, if you uh, if they scan your your head and you have that temperature, they will send you to uh, uh, like there's a separate site that has like an, an actual legitimate, uh, you know, um, thermometer and they will take your temperature again and, um, then, then decide whether or not you can go to work. But, uh, yeah, so, that, so that's the situation in my work right now. I have not had to do it since I'm, I'm still working from home though. So, you uh, know what the statistical improbability of taking <laughs> a quarter million temperatures is and not having and a no single even... person at a hundred degrees in that the would middle be of like... a pandemic. <laughs> Let's see, I'm Not to 34. Mention, like, common colds exist. How many oh, days God. have I been alive? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how many... Was it like 10,000 or something? I Just even a gross... Esc- yeah, like a little over 10,000 days. So that would mean if me and... That would be like me and like 30 other 35-year-olds had never had a fever in our entire <laughs> life. Like, do you know the statistical improbability? Is their thermometer broken? Like, how is that even possible no to take a quarter million yeah. temperatures and not ever get a fever once? I can't remember where I heard this, but someone, they, they were taking temperatures at, like, a restaurant to be able to get inside. And you had to, like, sign a waiver to be able you had to say, like, oh, this is my name, my date of birth, and stuff like that. And you had to do a, uh, I, th- I think it was, you, you had to sign, like, a checkbox saying you haven't been in contact with anyone that ha- has either tested positive or had symptoms of COVID-19. And they were doing like the the temperature readings, and they're like, "Okay, well, uh, they are like, okay, you're good." And they're like, "Well, could you tell me what what temperature I'm at?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, it, you're at eighty seven point nine." And they're like, "Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> you're currently dying. You are Mister Freeze right now." <laughs> like they're not oh, even God. calibrating these things like properly. These people like it's it's so ridiculous. But for my work, there there's an FAQ, and one of the things was, uh, can we ask what our temperature is? And it's it's no because that'll slow down the process. So uh, oh apparently, my no God. one knows what it is. Yeah, so it could just be completely bunk readings like that this whole time. So I don't know. That was in your FAQ. You can't ask what temperature it was. They just said a number. You can say that while you're walking by them. What are they talking Ex- about? Exactly. I, I, I think it's it's a combination <laughs> of uh, uh, conf- um, medical confidentiality um, because you're surrounded by you're in a line of people. And um, yes, but if you want to discuss that information yourself, like it's not it's not with 
it's not their liability to tell you when you ask for it in that setting, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're I, uh, demanding I your information, whether they want to write it down on a piece of paper and hand it to you or not. Like that's their prerogative, but they—that's sh- <laughs> your health information. They can't hold it from you. Ugh. Well, the, it, it's oh, a fuck. so it's a contractor, some random contractor that's actually doing the work. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly how it's set up, but they, they may not have all the, the um, whatever. They're for some reason they can't tell you the temperature. But so. So, Bob, is there anything else about contact tracing in America uh, that we should be concerned about going forth in the, the next 18 months? Yeah, all of it. What are you talking about? Uh, okay. Yeah, That's literally all about. of it. Well, thank God. We already know that the uh, Google and Apple and all those companies, they're actually handing over uh, search history uh, information over to health departments. Like in Australia, that they went on uh, Australian well, Australia, news. Australia, it's th- Apple Maps. Too. It's like yeah, Apple data. Maps. Apple had told the Australian government that more people this this last week were like searching for uh, car directions to different locations. Like it was a forty oh, percent increase or something like that, suggesting that people are breaking the lockdown order uh, and going outside. Yeah, they ran it on them, and you know, like they straight up just like told like the fucking uh, the the health inspector or whatever they have over there in um, Kangaroo Land. But yeah, like it was on the news. Like yeah, they they're just giving us this information all of a sudden. It's like great. That that's that's really handy. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really glad that the the people that own my uh, that built my phone is keeping tags on me and telling the government if I may or may not be uh, like have a coup. You know. Can I just make a quick point? This is what the, the I as much as I enjoy the spirit of the people protesting. I. I feel like everyone's protesting incorrectly. Just and like how my should point we was, be protesting? Well, just like my point before. Um, the, your governor is not your leader. Stop asking him for permission. Just the fact that you're asking for permission gives him his power. Start, start just making the people that are actually doing the shit make their lives a living hell. Like, they should be, like... Out in front of the CEO, they should be, like, harassing the CEO of Google and Apple when they are selling information. They should be, when a cop arrests somebody, uh, oh, like... uh, In Idaho. Yeah. In Idaho, (laughs) a cop arrested a mom for uh, taking her kids to a park for uh, misdemeanor and trespassing. Arrested the mom with her children present for playing, letting them play in a park. And uh, yeah, and so how did they protest that then? Well, the how that you know uh, this guy, this militia leader guy, uh, Eamon Bundy or something. I guess that, I don't know. He's uh, vilified. I in think the news he's kind for some of reason. Uh, I think he's pretty famous. Is he actually? I'm yeah, pretty wait, who's sure. This guy? Yeah, what is? He? I, I don't Eamon Bundy, not Ted Bundy. I, I think no, uh, I, I understand yeah. that, but I think he was one of those like homesteader like. Um, like protesters that like the the federal like forest reserve or something like that wanted him to like pay a bunch of money and he like closed down his ranch and like took a bunch of land from the federal government or something and had like a, a standoff with FBI and stuff that that happened like I think I think that was like four years ago or something. Okay, um, I got rules. Oh, I might have yeah. heard about this. So yeah, he got a bunch this. of people together and they just went straight to that cop's house and they just made his life. They just made you know put the fear of God in them. That's how you do it. There's no way that guy's arresting another mom on a fucking playground for letting her kids be children. 
Yeah, um, right. And that's how you do that. You don't. You don't trust. You know. You don't uh, ask the governor. Uh, you know, the other one I had was uh, 900 Missouri residents who uh, who basically tattled on neighbors and stuff for breaking down uh, for breaking lockdown rules. Um, so these guys uh, asked for the information because of the law in Missouri. Any any information that's submitted to public agencies has to be uh, released. So. When they released, they told their address and their all their info when they put in the. Oh, God. <laughs> when oh they, yeah, when they about snitched this. on everybody, so they had to have that released to the people that asked for it, and they just doxed the shit out of nine hundred snitches in Missouri because Missouri is based as fuck. And uh, that, yeah, that and now beautiful. those people will think twice about uh, being part being of the retards. Gulag. Yeah. <laughs> You don't just snitch on people. Like, that's insane. You're telling on your neighbors for, like, literally, like, taking a walk. Or, like, like that's crazy. And the fact that people don't see that is insane. And you just, you just go to them. You go straight to the source. You don't go to the people, you know, the jester king governor of whatever shitty state you live in. He's going, he's not on your side. We already know that. He's just going to stand up there making insane rulings like he's saddam hussein in that like south park episode where he's the wizard of oz and just making crazy <laughs> laws in canada like that's what all of your governors and all of your representatives and quotes uh, are doing so stop listening to them just ignore them and then the people that actually enforce those rules go have a word with them they're your neighbors they're real easy to get to you know you can't get to the governor but just go talk to your neighbor na- have a little chat with them and is that how least, you're supposed to protest yeah I actually like that. Like, go up to the to the cops or the police departments that are housing. Like, you, how many times have you seen like a very horrific like police brutality video on the internet? And it's just it gets brushed away. Like, maybe the guy gets fired. Maybe he gets some time off. Maybe he gets fired and then goes into another department that's like two cities over or something like that. <laughs> it's like, well, if priest. you ever ask like the community members, is this the way that you want to be police? I guarantee you their answer is going to be, fuck no. And it's like, well, okay, we should start fucking going to the police chief's house and to these police officers' house and tell them how we want to be policed. You need to start treating us with some respect and goddamn dignity and not treating us like fucking peasants and people that you just, like, fucking treat like dirt half the time. And if the police chief happens to just, you know, ignore you... Just uh, you know, don't be violent. I'm not. I'm not suggesting anyone should kill, just start killing cops or anything. That shit's insane. Um, no, just deflate the tires on his personal car or something like that when he's yeah. sleeping. Yeah, ha- just get you and like thirty of your friends to just drive by his house at three in the morning and throw all of your garbage in his lawn. Cut open your garbage bags, just <laughs> toss them in his lawn, and just do that randomly every couple months until he starts fucking listening, and then. See what happens. I bet his tune will change quite a bit because his boss isn't going to stop the garbage from being strewn about his lawn and having, you know, people telling him, hey, you're a piece of shit. Start doing what the people that actually fucking you're supposed to be representing and protecting want you to do. And that will change immediately. Writing a letter to your governor or your representative ain't going to do shit. And standing outside the courthouse or the city hall also isn't going to do shit. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. Just 
standing in the middle of the street and just like standing there recording people and holding a bunch of signs like it does absolutely fucking nothing i mean it gets the message across that people are not happy with what's going on but it doesn't affect any change at all you know it's no. like they're going to consider that as they move forward if they're uh good like good faithful actors and if they're not good faithful actors they will just ignore you like they do everything else and just keep going uh the direction that they were planning on going, which is more control, more authority. You know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah, your local sheriff has way more jurisdiction over your life than the president does. Like, and yes. have way more of an effect. So just, you start making those people do what the community wants. And it doesn't matter what fucking nonsense laws they pass. And sheriff is actually kind of scary because a, a lot of states, they actually, or a lot of counties, they require um, sheriff's deputies to work uh, in the state correction facilities before they go out into the street. So, like, they, they are literally trained to huh. deal with prisoners, first and foremost, That which is, man, cops, those corrections officers just treat prisoners like absolute garbage. You know, it's like, you, you could agree with that or you couldn't. I mean, that's one way to deal with it. But to have that as, like, their police training for the first two years and then send them out to deal with the general populace when all they've ever dealt with is fucking hard. It's not good training for police at all, ever, in any situation. No, no, it just treats your citizens like prisoners, huh? Yeah. yeah who does that? <laughs> well, we do live in a police state, so... Uh, we do, I guess. I... Wear your fucking mask. Get, get six feet away. Six feet away from everybody. Fucking, you come out, You no no lunch until we tell you. Until you, you can't go get food at the mess hall, the uh, local restaurant, until we tell you to. Stay in your house. Go to sleep. It's curfew time. Only like, one serving yeah, a soup a day, you exactly fucking like peasant. It's no fucking different. No, I'm sorry. What were you saying, Josh? Yeah. Oh, no, I was just saying the same thing Aaron was saying. Uh, the uh, guilty before innocent, treat people like prisoners, that, that sort of uh, mentality that's, that's happening behind. Um, yeah, I, we know, definitely need a readjustment in the way we think about authority in the United States. And we're totally, we're a lot better than a lot of other countries around the world when it comes to uh, the way that we think about authority. No, we're Americans. We like to think of ourselves as like rebels or something like that. But if you went to like the UK, man, you have, I mean, there's nothing that you could do as recourse. <laughs> they have anti-social laws in the UK where if you're perceived to be anti-social, like you can get a ticket. Well, that, that's that's like a uh, drunk yeah, I guess, or yeah, disorderly right. conduct kind of charge. Yeah, disorderly conduct. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. No, okay, okay, Bob, Bob, and I think you're both discounting the um, the, the prevalence <laughs> of daddy issues in American citizens, oh, where no. where if they can replace their lack of strong father figure or or their their conflicts with their own father, actual father figures, oh, with no. the government, uh, daddy governor, please approve of me, daddy governor, I'm selling out my neighbor to you. I think that mentality makes a lot of this make, is make this a, the why, a lot is, more sense. Is this? I know you're being sarcastic. But I honestly think a lot of the population is literally traumatized. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm only happy. Weird subconscious ways that, like, dude, half the reason these safe space idiots, like, you know, everyone laughs at them, but it's like they grew up on news and television, which actively fucking hates them. Brought to you by a bunch of pedophile psychopaths 
out in oh, Hollywood, God. like you're literally on a subconscious level, you have like PTSD. It's like you've it's weirdly like your mind has been molested for like 30 years. Oh, and especially after this uh, coronavirus coverage and, and the media, all the media surrounding that, that is it. Especially you know, with uh, the rise dramatic, of single say. parent households in the United States, I really think you're onto something there, Josh. I really think you're onto something there. Like, on a subconscious level with some pseudoscientific bullshit, some weird sociology degree. I'm sure you could write up a paper about that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not write up a paper. It's come up with a business idea. And my business idea is we have strong male figures who can come to your house once a week and tell them you're di- I'm disappointed in you, son. They just need that figure in their life, that strong male role model that say, I'm disappointed in you, son. And then they'll grow up to uh, suck less, I guess. I don't know. So that's what Dick on the Dick Show is talking about with like he's wondering where the anti-porn stuff is coming out. And that's because like honestly people are so traumatized and like they they feel like they need like multiple partners and like you as a child have seen like uh three dudes coming on a lady like a hundred times and in like the 50s do you know what the chances are of as a child seeing that happen like what one in a million? Like, no one witnessed that. Like, everyone's in this weird, traumatized, degenerative state, and people are just, like, sick of it and going probably a little too far the other way, but it's, like, it's a natural response to that kind of shit, and just, like, people really do have, like, daddy issues, and and because the everything that you watch and read and listen to is, like, actively goes against, like, a nuclear family being promoted as a good thing. It actually makes you seem like the weirdo. How how many nine or eleven year olds uh, in 1950 uh, were exposed to like a dude? Yeah, nine or eleven year olds. Of course, it's nine and eleven year olds. How many of asshole. those kids were exposed to a dude fucking a chick in the ass and then him coming on her? Like, I'm sure it was a very very small amount of kids that that saw that. Now skip forward to now. Yeah, the three kids that happened to were all <laughs> or- serial killers. Like, and now yeah, it's all of us being exposed to that. <laughs> We're all oh, serial no. killers. What a great society. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I mean, it is kind of insane that that's the society we live in. And that's, and, and everyone thinks that we're the enlightened Well, ones. and then and think about then, it today, it's like, like, it's, are you, are you, crazy. are you regressive? Well, are you anti-progressive as a man? Think about today, it's like, yeah, depends are what you, you're progressing towards. Well, let, let's put it in perspective towards? too. Like how many in today's. The, the year 2020, how many 33-year-olds have been exposed to, like, a polyamorous relationship in their personal lives? You know what I mean? It's like, how many participants... <laughs> you just can't help yourself, can you? You just can't fucking help it. Bob, you, you, have, a, you have a year left. Just, just over a year left. <laughs> far more. Far more 33-year-olds are exposed to it than 66-year-old oh, no. scientists discover. Oh god. Scientists in three parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I think that's enough of our, our scientists for this episode. Anything to close out with uh, uh guidelines to protest. Take out your by. trash on the local sheriff's house. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Any cop that's fucking up your neighborhood, just start throwing <laughs> your garbage in his lawn. Cut your trash bag with a fucking razor, just empty it out on his lawn every fucking night. Um you know, just every randomly, so he can't even know what day it is, because he can't sleep. So he's up waiting at night, just waiting for somebody to do it, and then you don't come that night. 
You know, you just do that and you send them a couple letters anonymously. Just say, hey, if you want this to stop, yeah. stop fucking with people. You're not our, you're not our, uh, you're not our bodyguard. You're not our prison warden. All right. You're supposed to be there to protect and serve us. Like you're, you took a job that's supposed to be like almost like subservient to us, and you, it's all flipped upside down, and you yes, think it's heavier you're than a that. They overlord. swore an oath to defend and protect the Constitution and the people of this country. And if you know that they're not upholding that oath to you and protecting you in that way, then things need to change. And I think standing in front of the governor's mansion, like you said, doesn't do anything. It doesn't solve any problem. That cop is still going to get, you know, paid time off. He's still going to probably, if he does get fired, just find another job at another department and continue his bad habits over there. So, yeah. Really, uh, really little, you know, little known fact, guys. Police officers that are doing a bunch of dickish things hate, and I mean hate, having come sent to them in the mail. So <laughs> figure out their address and just maybe do something like that. You know, something fun. Maybe fun not your own family. The whole family can enjoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. They're going to send that to the lab and find you. Good, I mean, unless, I mean, if you're not in the criminal database, so you don't have anything to worry about. Just get you and 10 of your friends. Do what you see on all those degenerate porns we were just talking about. Just all jerk <laughs> off into the same cup and just send it, you know, saran wrap that shit up. Fucking send it the to guy, a cop. We, we the may guy have that ruined, was complaining yes. about watching gangbangs on, on the internet. You're, you're now talking about getting you and your ten friends to come yeah, in a yeah. jar. Make the best out of a worse situation. Yeah, right, make, make the best out of a bad situation. If you're going to have that go. knowledge, <laughs> if you're going to have all that knowledge you know, bestowed upon you when you're eight, if you're already traumatized with it, you might as well use okay. the skills that you've obtained over the years. Man, I'm getting some, some Batman Rises you know. references coming out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the darkness. Jesus Christ! You were uh, raised okay. by it. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about talk at all about the University of California? Let's hear about the University of California. Please go ahead. Yeah, let's let's close it out on a nice Josh note. Yeah, no, just, just a couple points, just following, following a bit of news uh, with the University of California. Uh, firstly, there's the news from a couple weeks ago that they're not going to uh, resume in-person yes. classes in the fall. So that's, uh, you know, effectively, oh, my, no. my, the, the, thesis, the thesis statement of uh, my, my uh, segment is the University of California doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. It's not real universities. And um, so that's, that's the first thing. They're, they're not having in-person classes in the fall. We have no idea how long that's going to extend. Um, and then... Branching off of that, uh, the the university system in California recently voted that they're going to no longer use SAT and ACT scores as admissions guidelines uh, for universities. Um, yeah, you wouldn't mind to be a meritocracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So, yeah, we yeah, base so your acceptance that, uh, rate based purely on skin color, gender, and, minority uh, status. You know, no, if you're trans or not. No, that that's exactly it. So, so they're, they're literally what they're it. doing. I knew it was because they're fucking uh, uh, nonsense land. Apparently, it's uh, it's going to be implemented fully in 2023. Um, they're going to do some feasibility studies starting this summer to see, like, you know, what it'll look like or what I, I don't know, what, whatever that means. And um, then, but but one of the big cited reasons is because of racial disparities in SAT, ACT, ACT scores. With, it, it, but that's it, it's not just that like they don't believe in standardized testing or whatever. They're just going to come up with their own stupid University of California test. 
uh, that that's probably going to make more money or cost more than an ACT or SAT, and uh, it'd probably be garbage uh, to begin with. And they're going to use that as the admission standard so, uh, going so forward. After wait, wait, wait. Years. And, Imagine um, sending your child to a university in 2020. Yeah. Or 2023 <laughs> matter, yeah. They're, they're changing I'm, I'm these so glad I'm out of school right now. But they're going to change the standards before we land back on the moon. I can guarantee you that much. <laughs> what do you mean, oh, that's a bet. That's a bet right there. I knew the back would get you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what you mean by back on the moon. Are you implying that we landed on it in the first place? So, uh, that's, so uh, you were saying that because of racial disparities in the SAT and ACT scores that they're changing this, did they ever find a connection between racial disparities in test scores and racial disparities in IQ? Or is that... <laughs> uh, I, I have Too not uh, done the Too research heavy. to confirm that. Um, I, I, did, I was reading that they, they were citing that uh, the ACT and SAT are... Um, apparently good or at least usable metrics for uh, college success um, as, as far as GPA goes or whatever. So um, I was a dropout and I only so missed that's, that's one, one I was one point or uh, no, I was three points from perfect on ACT and I was a college dropout because oh, I just argued with my teachers all day and told them. Yeah, you were a real edgy boy back then. Jesus Christ. You know how easy it is just like sit back and just oh, do your classwork so and not deal with that shit? I was so angsty and edgy, you guys don't even recognize me. They didn't allow you to get outside, uh, outside and exercise as a kid. They fucking kept you in there. And the second you got out of high school, you're like, oh, shit, I have a little bit of freedom. And it's all that pent-up energy just got released, you know? I'm sure other traumatizing events, maybe. I don't know. All that porn. I don't know. I probably needed to just exercise more, honestly. That probably would have solved all my problems. I just, like, drank and played euchre all night <laughs> with my friends. We'd just get hammered and play euchre and then that go to Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> not living the paleo lifestyle yeah that was just by my yeah no <laughs> they, i was following the food diets. i don't know what they're telling me i was getting all my all that wheat and that sugar yeah oh god yeah so if, I, if i have six that's six pack of beers that's my uh six six out of my six to eleven servings of grains for, for the day <laughs> yeah. right? all you need yeah. is a candy bar yeah. exactly I'm just trying a to be a healthy bar, boy. One fruit and one vegetable. <laughs> What's that, Bob? And then your, your food pyramid uh, <laughs> diet for the day is, is completely rounded. You're a, a perfect, healthy individual after that. Well, I need to, I need dairy, so I had to, you know, load up on cheesecake and or ice cream. So Definitely the cheesecake. Perfect. Jesus, good. Uh, okay, here... here Here's the nutrition tidbit for the week, too, is uh, apparently vitamin D is the... Um, the biggest indicator or correlated factor with coronavirus cases. Uh, I was listening to uh, Dr. Ronald Patrick on Joe Rogan. Lack she had a bunch of, of interesting stuff. What do you mean? Uh, so yeah, yeah. So if, if you're vitamin D deficient, uh, apparent. Oh, okay. So it's it's. So what am I talking about? It's a fucking fake virus. Vitamin D. Yeah, okay. Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, well, I mean, just general, general. Um, you know, uh, health, immunocompetency, immunocompetency, whatever. Immune system in general, there's uh, uh, so but looking at coronavirus stats, apparently, what they've looked at so far is I believe it's about 90% of COVID 19 cases people were um, vitamin D deficient, and uh, like 5% they, they had a sufficient amount of vitamin D or something, something like that. And just uh, l- looking at the um, you know, population studies and whatnot, impacts of 
uh, vitamin D on on health and immune system. Uh, that Scientists discover vitamin Y indicator. is linked to coronavirus and Martian water. Oh, and if God. you don't get enough, you're gonna uh, not you're gonna get a third wave of a fake disease. <laughs> I, I think it's commonly <laughs> known. I, I think go outside and get Getting outside and getting some sun is is healthy, nice and healthy for you. It'll you know make you. Not anymore, dude. It's fucking uh, Corona Town. It's Corona Town. Going outside kills that's you right. now. Yeah. Eat nothing but bread. Spinach is poison, and fucking don't go outside. Again, there you go. The From the government, who's out there you can't for have you? That touching you? Ooh, you. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we. I think we've Thanks had enough of this. Guys. That was, for now. Uh, yeah, that's a good the one. episode. That's the episode. Thank you for listening. This has been okay. Hear me out. Good night. <laughs>